0: Hey, friends, this is Rachel Mitchell, and this is Living on Mission podcast, the podcast for women who want to live out their faith in all areas of life and not just in the church pew on Sunday. I'm a homeschool mama of two who is building a thriving wellness business from my kitchen table, and I am passionate about discipling my family and other women in their faith. Every day is an adventure that we get to live out with Jesus. So let's go, my friend. I am so excited that you are here. All right. All right you guys, welcome back to Living on Mission. I am so excited about today's episode. I have a a beautiful beautiful uh woman of Christ with me to share her story with you, but If you have just joined us, I have been focusing this month on doing a series of interviews with women that I just see living out their faith for the Lord so boldly, um, so confidently, honestly, so confidently, and women who just love Jesus more than anything. And I really want you to hear their stories this month so that you can be encouraged, but mostly so that they can tell you what Christ has done in their life. So that you can be emboldened to to follow him more closely and do what he is calling you to do, because I believe that we're always becoming always becoming the woman that he created us to be like Philippians one six says so with that today, um I have a friend named Mandy, and she is someone that I have only met once in person, but I have watched her do a whole lot of living for Christ on social media and I've actually been able to be a guest on her podcast, which you have to listen to. Um, and so welcome, Mandy, to Living on Mission. How are you today? Hey, hey
1: Rachel, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm battling a little bit of a cold, but we're going to make it through this. I'm excited yeah, to be here. Are. I love your the vision and the mission of your podcast and you. women becoming who God made them to be. Yeah. And I hope that I can just give them a little bit more oomph And whatever God is calling them to, but particularly when it comes to seeing and knowing and investing in the girls around them.
0: Yes. Okay. With that, let me do a little introduction of who you are, because I think this is really neat. And I loved reading your bio when you sent it to me. So Mandy is a devoted wife and mom of four. I forget that you have four children. She is a Bible teacher, a speaker, a published writer, and host of Be the Brave Ones podcast. She's the founder and visionary behind Brave Girls Gather, a ministry on mission to see the next generation live bravely for Jesus. That gives me goosebumps. Mandy and her team equip with everyday women with tools to engage in meaningful conversations with the girls in their lives. And she wants women everywhere to know that they have what it takes to be the women, the girls in their lives need. So let's just start there. Like, let's start there. Tell me a little bit more so you have four children so I know you have four children you your oldest is your son and then what are their ages and genders after that
1: so my oldest is 28 yeah had him at a young age part of my story you know part of that story yeah then 24 so I have two adult boys and then I have two still at home my third is also a boy he's 14 and my
0: youngest is my baby girl and she's 12 and you homeschool the youngest right the youngest too
1: I did. We just started traditional school this year. They're actually in private school this year.
0: Wow. Mine went back to public school this year. So I didn't realize that. Oh, how's that going? It's going good.
1: It's been a great move. You know, we were following the Lord and you can't go wrong there. So Mm
0: -mm, no. So, okay. So girls, so how, why, why this mission focus on young women? Like how did your heart, like how did God draw your heart to serving and equipping women to to lead young women. Let's just start there.
1: Well, in 2015 is where it started. God mm-hmm. gave me a vision. I was at a women's conference. And at the end of the conference, it was one of those situations where they're like, what are you going to take away? Like, what is your next step? And God gave me the words, refuse to leave my daughters behind. And by my daughters, I had this vision of girls, of teen girls, because I'm sitting mm-hmm. amongst, amongst women who are on fire for Jesus. And they're like, let's go, let's live this out. And what I was seeing in that moment was this divide between us and them. And so there were girls in my life at that time who Mm -hmm. I know they wanted Jesus. They just didn't want to seek after Jesus in the traditional way that we see students seeking after Jesus. There were a whole um, group of girls kind of on the peripheral of student ministry that just weren't really connecting with student ministry, Mm -hmm. but somehow so many of them found me (laughs) and they just wanted to sit with me and talk to me about Jesus. And what's so crazy about that is back then they were the minority, Mm -hmm. but today they're almost the majority. There's more and more girls who are like, the student ministry isn't my thing. I just want to get together and I want to know Jesus through relationship. And so that's, that's where it began. When God gave me that vision, I'd been serving in some areas of student ministry, recovery, student ministry. My heart had been broken for girls. I've been hanging out with girls and I just Mm -hmm. saw that there was a divide between us and I sought the Lord and asked him about it. He showed me his heart. He said, this is what it is. It's not supposed to be this way. I created you for one another.
0: Yeah. So can I ask you, did you have someone like that when you were a teenager in your life? I
1: did not. So that is part of another reason why I wanted to start uh, Brave Girls Gather and felt like the Mm -hmm. Lord was leading me to do that. Mm -hmm. I actually grew up in a Christian home and as a young teenager, a A male figure of faith uh, who was a spiritual authority over me broke my trust in a significant Mm -hmm. way. And it caused me to kind of put God over to the side and say, you know what, if if that's your thing, that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. And I went and just made a really big mess of things for many, many years. And in my late 20s, I came back to Jesus. And there was a woman in the church who saw me and invested in me and taught me what mm-hmm. it meant to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. She gave me a space for me to process what happened in those younger years in light of the hope of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I began to be set free and I was going, Where were you in my teen years? I yeah. needed you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My that story is a little similar. I grew up in a in a Christian home. It wasn't, it wasn't a real solid foundation because my mom went through a whole lot of things but you know like I grew up in the church and I there were not a lot of people like you a lot of there were a lot of people who went to church but there were not a lot of people who were pursuing young women or even that I saw living their faith out very boldly outside the church and so like when I when I see see people like you doing that so bravely like just so confidently and so eagerly, like it really gets me excited and it makes me want to do it as well. But I just think about like young women like you and me who were going through these things and like no one sought us out and, and God is so faithful. God is so faithful. He brought us both back to him so beautifully and I'm so thankful for that. But I just love that mission. Like I'm in awe of that mission that God is using you so so beautifully in the lives of these young women so now how do how do you connect how do you connect with young women in your community what does that look like well
1: really what we do as a ministry is we help women we want mm-hmm. women to see that they have what okay. it takes to reach okay. the girls within their arms reach and the reason why mm-hmm. i start there is because we are conditioned kind of to think that we have to have people who are ordained for that, right? Like God's mm-hmm. given you that ministry and people have said that to me and I exist. And I, in this, within this ministry to say, no, you were all made to do this. When yeah. God showed me his heart back in from 2015 until 2017, mm-hmm. when I was sitting with this, these words that he gave me going, God, what does this mean? He took me into his word and he showed me these, um, powerful relationships that were intergenerational and in what he did through them, like Moses and Joshua and Paul and Timothy and Ruth and Naomi. Mm-hmm. And he he said, Mandy, this is my heart. Mm-hmm. This is my heart that you would live this way. And so now to get to the answer to your question, I don't go and find girls. They're already in my life mm-hmm. and they're already in your life and they're already in the lives of the women listening. When mm-hmm. I started this ministry, I, my my girl was four, I want to say at the time and maybe five, and I didn't have a girl, but I had boys, I had teen boys, and that automatically put me in proximity to girls, and mm-hmm. so it's really about sitting and going, God, who is already there that you want me to see, and Yeah. start there, start praying. Yeah. Into that.
0: yeah, and so you basically equip women like you and me to, to just start ministering and mentoring the women that are or the girls that are already in their lives. I love that. I've never really thought how many pairs Of people like Ruth and Naomi, Naomi and Paul and Timothy, like that are in the Bible that we have that. I mean, we have a perfect example. Like, we don't even have to wonder how to do it. We just have to start doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's really about what it takes, Rachel, is being like Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, women will say, Mandy, you're so good. Like girls are just drawn to you. They just want to connect with you. You just ask the best questions. How do you do it? And I sat with that for a little while too, going, God. Like, what is it? Like, I don't feel like I'm special. I, I feel like I just do what you want me to do. When he showed me, it's really about being like Jesus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, being compassionate, being a good listener, but yeah. seeking him and, and looking for doors of opportunity, engaging in conversation, being willing to to just
0: see someone,
1: to see a girl and ask a question and see what God does with that and where it goes.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, just the greatest commandment, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Like, I think we overcomplicate that a whole lot, don't we? Like, we think it has to look picture perfect, but lived out in real life. It just looks like what you're doing every single day.
1: Well, when God gave me the vision as well, I had two little ones. I had two big ones and two little ones. And I I would tell God, God, I don't have any time to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want me to do. And so I sat with it for two years as he began to resource me, putting mm-hmm. books in my hand, taking me to different mm-hmm. parts in scripture, just showing me his heart. And I just kept saying, God, I-, I see your heart, but I don't know what to do. I don't have time. And what he put on my heart is the question, Mandy, what can you do? What yeah. can you do? And mm-hmm. that's really what it's about. I'm, I mean, of course, we're supposed to get uncomfortable, uncomfortable. You know, we're supposed to stretch ourselves in places, but we don't need a name tag and a ministry assignment to be the girl to be the woman that the girls in our lives need. So what it looked like for me back then, I told God, I said, I can gather a group of girls once every other month and have a conversation about life and faith with a friend of mine. And that's what we did for over a year. And so that, that grew into the ministry that is Brave Girls Gathered Today.
0: And that's Brave Girls Gather. And so you have actually written, along with some other wonderful women, you've actually written like curriculum, right? For for women who want to do this, who want to go deeper in their relationships with young women in their lives.
1: Yes. Yeah, so well, we have four main tools that we... <laughs> have available on our website. And the first one is brave conversations and that's Mm -hmm. conversation cards and leader guides. It also includes instructions for a crafty takeaway, which is always a huge hit with the middle schoolers. Sometimes for high schoolers or young adults, especially all you need is some conversation cards and some Mm -hmm. snack food, and you're gonna have a great night or a great day whenever, whenever you gather. Number two is our Bible studies. And those are for going deeper, digging into God's word about a certain conversation series. And then we also have our podcast, which is meant for encouraging and equipping women and saying, hey, you can do this, cheering you on, modeling meaningful conversation in hopes that you'll go have meaningful conversation of your own. And then finally, we have our worship playlists, which we think is just such a good tool because there's so much out there that's just streaming streaming into our lives, into our hearts, the opposite of the gospel and oh. the opposite of the life God has called us to. And so worship music, good Christian music, because Christian music mm-hmm. doesn't have to be boring. There's so much good out- stuff out there. We spend a lot of time curating good music that you can listen to and share those playlists with the girls in your lives.
0: I love that. I love that. My boys love to listen to like the interesting Christmas Christian music, <laughs> like, you uh, know, sometimes I'm like, it's not even, I have to listen to the lyrics, but they are talking about Jesus. So yeah, it's a totally different culture than what we grew up in. And, and God, like, and God has been meeting us in new cultures every single generation. So I love that. Um, And your podcast, like your podcast. So I, I was so privileged to be a guest, but I love how you just took a passage. Like you literally just took a passage that God laid on your heart. And he gave you this idea, this kind of theme behind your, your guest, and you just, just had a conversation. Like it was just a conversation about the word of God. And I know I'm hungry for that, but I think there are probably a lot of women out there who are hungry just to talk about the word of God, but maybe they, they, they don't have that environment where they felt safe or. Or, um, because I know for me, it's been a lot of learning, like it's been a lot of learning God's word and just kind of honestly undoing all these, these preconceived notions that I had about, about Christian women or what it looks like to live the faith. But like, I just love that you just want to talk about the word of God. So like, what kind of encouragement do you have for someone who maybe doesn't have a circle like, like like you or other women in their life, but they just want to start talking to other women about the word of God. Like how would you encourage them to go about that?
1: Well, I would again, go back to proximity. Like who is God intersecting your life with? Mm And I've had this conversation so many times with so many women and so many girls over the years. And so often we can just get in this mindset of I got to go find them. I got to go get them, you know, and God's like, they're already there. (laughs) They're already there. We just haven't seen them because we're so busy or we haven't been intentional about Mm -hmm. saying, God, show me. And so start with prayer and get yourself a pen and a paper and start writing down names. That he's putting on your heart. And so often in the church, we can get conditioned to go, oh, I need to go start a Bible study or be a part of a Bible study. And if God is calling you to do that, you absolutely should. This is not a license not to do that. But God also unleashed us into the world. He said, go into the world and make disciples and teach them. Mm-hmm. So you can grab your neighbors. You can, And it doesn't have to be a large group. You know, our culture says celebrate large numbers. God has taught me so much over the years about the power of one. Mm -hmm. You just need one friend who says, hey, who you can say, hey, what do you think about? Let's read through the book of John this year. Like, let's take our time. Let's go a little bit at a time and get together once a week and talk about what we see and what we Mm -hmm. read. Three questions I want to give your listeners. What stands out to you in this scripture? What does this scripture teach you about God? And what does it teach you about people? What is it showing us about God? What is it showing us about people and what stands out to you? You will have, grab one of your girlfriends, grab a section of scripture and have that conversation. You girls are going to be talking for at least 30 minutes I
0: love answering that. those questions. Like, and you're
1: gonna have the best conversation about just the Bible, just the Bible and those three questions.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So what stands out to you about this passage and then what does it teach you about God and what does it teach you about people? Those are the three yes. questions. Yeah. Yes.
1: And don't, don't you leave that time together without saying now, what is God calling you to do? What is God calling Mm -hmm. me to do? What is God calling you to do
0: based off what we read today? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. So simple. It's so simple and so beautiful. It's so much fun, like growing up in the church, talking about scripture never appealed to me like as fun but now like i could sit and do it all day long like i could sit and do it all day long and once you start those conversations god created you to hunger for more and more and more of those conversations which is so cool um okay so wait what is god calling you to do with the scripture is that what you said yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah. your application
1: because we want to yep. walk away changed we, we don't want to mm-hmm. walk away just having had a good conversation
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what are, um, do you do this with your children? Can I ask you that? Like as kind of shifting gears and now we're talking about brave girls gather and girls, but like, do you do this with your children? Cause I'm very passionate about discipling my children and teaching other women and showing other women how simple it is. And like, we're actually my boys and my husband and I are actually reading through the book of John right now. Like we're reading through all of it first and then we're going to start breaking it down piece by piece and it is meaty like it is meaty there is a lot there but like um what do you do, you do these same types of things with your children like in your home well
1: number 1 my daughter is 12 now so she yeah. is my brave girl and uh, mm-hmm. my um those in my proximity are her and her friends. Yeah. So there's a lot of pouring into that that way, a lot of pouring into her that way. Mm-hmm. But there's also just the everyday, and you do this so well, Rachel. It's something I admire and love about you, is you just bring the gospel into everyday conversations. Mm-hmm. We do um church together as a family with other families. And so our mm-hmm. kids are there and w- we talk about scripture together as a group. But I feel like even more important is those conversations that we have over breakfast or in the car drive to school. Mm-hmm. you know, many many days I will say to my kids, I was reading in the Bible or there's this passage yeah. in the Bible and you know every once in a while one of them will go, oh, here she goes And they say that and they're joking, but they engage in conversation yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. And so something I've learned about young people and teenagers be unoffendable. like just plant the yeah. seed that the seed's gonna go down, pray that it gets watered, you know, pray that it gets nourished, yeah. but just let it out there. And, yeah. and sometimes a lot of times you're going to find that you're going to have really great conversations with your kids and it has, to, it comes out of literally what God was showing me in the Bible.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. We got to be in the word. We got to be in the word for ourselves, but also for the people, like you say, keep saying that are in close proximity to us. Um, well, so tell, I know, I know you have things to do and family to get the mom and today real hard after this, but, um. How can our listeners find you? First of all, how can they find you? Follow you on social media, and I know it's not just about you, but your social media just shines so bright. But how can they follow you? But also, how can they find the resources that you mentioned for Brave Girls Gather if they do want to start conversations with the young woman in their lives or or learn some leadership skills in that way? Where can they find you?
1: They can find they can find me on Instagram at Mandy Moss. That is M-A-N-D-I-E, not Y or I, it's I-E-M-A-A-S-S. It's kind of like my own little Mississippi there. Or you can go to the Brave Girls Gather Instagram. It's just Brave Girls Gather. We also have a Facebook group, a Brave Girls Gather Facebook group. And that group is for women who are like, I want to do this. I need some encouragement. I want a space to talk about this. I want a space to learn more about this. Uh, We welcome you to join our Brave Girls Gather Facebook group.
0: I love that and I will definitely put all that in the show notes so clickable.
1: Yeah. And of course there's always bravegirlsgather.com. Just go to bravegirlsgather.com. Yeah. All yeah. of our go to our our tools on bravegirlsgather.com and you'll find our tools.
0: And your podcast is essentially just a is it weekly? Is your podcast weekly? Well, so we have 4 to 5
1: different conversation series every year. And our okay. conversation, um, our conversation on the podcast lines up with our tools. So, like mm-hmm. for example, right now we're in the series on make making room for Jesus. It's called Make mm-hmm. Room. And all of our tools that we're releasing line up with that. So every time we have a series, we release four conversations every Wednesday, but then we take a break and then we come back for a new series and then we take a break. So
0: yeah, yeah, if you subscribe,
1: yeah. you'll never miss
0: an episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's be the brave ones, right? Your podcast. Right. Be the brave ones. Um So last question, Mandy, how can we pray for you? Like the people, the women listening to this podcast, like, obviously you're doing great ministry work. You're a focused and intentional mom and you just love Jesus. But like, how, how can we pray for you as we leave this podcast and beyond in 2024? What are some needs or some, just some requests that you have?
1: Well, first of all, pray for this throat of mine. (laughs) I don't, I don't normally sound this raspy, you guys. (laughs) Uh, No, but for real, pray for this ministry. We want to grow far and wide, um, not for our sake, but for the sake of the gospel going forth to the next generation. Mm-hmm. In the book of Judges, we see Joshua um, pass away. And he, he led after Moses. Moses. He was Moses' apprentice, and he took over the people, but he did not pass it down to the next generation. It says that in mm-hmm. Joshua 2. And then what we see in the book of Judges is it just gets worse and worse and worse, and it just spirals out of control. If we fast forward to Paul and Timothy, Paul took the time so many times in Philippians. He he says, do what I've taught you. And he taught Timothy. He didn't just teach Timothy about following Jesus. He taught Timothy to carry the gospel. And so I believe that this is a breach that God is calling all of us to repair. This divide was never his design. And so I just pray that you would pray for women's eyes to be open, to see the girls within their arms reach. Girls everywhere are struggling they're hurting. I don't need to quote the statistics. You've probably seen them. You don't even need to look at the statistics. You've seen it in the lives of the girls around you. They need us
0: and we need them. Yeah. So that's how you could pray. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We will definitely do that. And I will end with a prayer, but before I go, just thank you so much. Like I, I mean, like if you're listening, go follow, like get involved, use the resources, like don't let this be one of those podcasts. You just listen to it and you walk away from it. And um, we have quoted scripture. We are not, we are not scripture. Our words aren't, but we are pointing you to the word of God that tells us to do these things. And so be changed by this, this testimony about this ministry and, and start something like it in your, in your own community. And please, please go follow Mandy and just, 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 be encouraged and inspired by her braveness and the girls that she gets to do life with. So, um, I do want to say a prayer for you and then I'm going to let you go grab your kiddos and just, again, thank you so much. Truly. Um, God, we just praise you for being a God who, just directs us so clearly. God, your word is not, it is not unclear. It is so clear. And you are so steadfast and you are so constant, Lord. And just your word shows us that. And over and over and over again, you tell us to love others um, so much, God, to, to be, to be a light in a dark world, Lord. And I just pray that you would give us the courage to do that. Um, thank you for Mandy's ministry and the women that are brave enough to do it with her. God, I pray that you would just create just an unsettledness in the in the hearts of women right now who are listening. Lay on their hearts right now the the name of a young woman who is already in their life that they can they can be um, be a godly example to that they can start a conversation about your word, Lord. And God, I just pray that you would would help the the message of this ministry, the hands and feet of this ministry, to go far and wide, and that that because of it, Lord, that young women would come to Christ, would come to know you. And it would do the same and create just a beautiful ripple effect as generations go on and on until the day Christ returns. It's in his name, I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Rachel. And I pray for your listeners that they would go and become the woman that God is calling them to be. I know we quote Esther a lot, but we truly
0: were born for such a time as this. Amen. All right.